Packers, Cowboys, they're playing each other a lot of late over the last couple, three, four years. Uh, last time was in the playoffs, a dramatic Packers victory. Joining us live, the voice of the Packers, Wayne Larry. Good morning, Wayne. Good morning, Gene. Got a big game coming up Sunday in Dallas, the 3-1 Packers against the Cowboys. And I was checking out the Dallas papers this morning, Wayne, and, and they're calling this a crossroads game for the Cowboys at this early stage of the season. They've got some issues down there, don't they? Yeah, they, they're uh, putting together a pretty new football team. I mean, they lost 13 players off the team the Packers played in January of last year. So, And that's free agency. That's a couple of retirements. That's two new starters on the offensive line, uh, a restructured defensive secondary. So this is a very different team. And, and actually, they're just going through the growing pains of putting their club together. They'll be fine. Wayne, how are we looking as far as our injuries? How healthy are we going to be when we take to the field on Sunday? I think better, uh, Jane. I, I think, you know, getting Mike Daniels back, it looks to me like he's going to be able to play and play uh, probably a full load uh, in that ball game, a defensive tackle. And it looks like Brian Bulaga will be okay to go. And uh, we'll have to see how much he's able to play, how limited he might be in his first game back after a layoff due to that ankle injury. But I think those are two big keys right there. And um, we'll see on some of the others a little more questionable. This has been kind of an up-and-down year for Ezekiel Elliott. He hasn't had the same start that he had a year ago. What have you seen uh, as far as what the difference is? He played Denver. (laughs) He had eight (laughs) yards and nine carries against Denver. Denver's defense is by far, and not even close, the best in the league, and and they can make anybody look bad. And They certainly made uh, Zeke Elliott and the Cowboys look bad when they were out there in Denver. So if you look at his numbers, I mean, he doesn't have as many explosive plays, runs of 20-plus yards. He had 14 of those last year. He's got two so far this year. But, you know, Doug, I just don't see a difference in him. Some of the scouts have said, well, he came to camp a little puffy. Uh, You know what I mean? Which maybe he wasn't in the best of shape or greatest of shape, but he's rounding into form, and I thought he looked good against the Rams last week. I come to work puffy every day, but we digress. <laughs> <laughs> 7.53, we're live with the voice of the Packers, Wayne Larrabee. Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of running games, uh, the Packers got a banged-up Ty Montgomery. Broken ribs, plural. Uh, he may try to play. And uh, the, the Packers still trying to get this running game going off this night, but again, with the banged-up offensive line and everything else that's been in play these first four games, it's hard to see just what this team really is about. Yeah, it really is, Gene, because as Larry's mentioned several times, the line has been uh, injury-scarred beyond recognition, and that's really affected what the Packers had planned to do offensively. I don't think we've seen very much at all of what they had hoped to do coming into the season, and as this line gets healthier, you know, hopefully Bulaga able to play and get through this game this week, and then maybe Bakhtiari, uh, that type of thing. Once you put those starters back in place, then I think you're going to start seeing the Packers' running game improve a little bit. As far as Ty this week I think that's a hope that he'll play against Dallas I know that's his hope he wants to play back at home but um, that's boy that's still uh, you know I I don't know how he's going to do that with a couple of broken ribs he's a he's a running back who's going to get hit on every play I know it happened more than a year ago now but it still is inexplicable to me how Dak Prescott slipped into the fourth round he's been amazing yeah you know it's just amazing to me too I mean when you look at his poise, his leadership, um, he doesn't have a cannon of an arm, but it's plenty good enough, and he, he's so dangerous outside the pocket. But the intangibles he brings to the quarterback position, you know, Doug, it's it's interesting. I, I talked about this on my podcast, the play-by-play um, yesterday. Y- 
intangibles. I mean, we try to measure quarterback with numbers, okay? And you really can't do that. Passer rating is about the closest you can come to measuring the, the value of a quarterback and his performance level. But there are so many intangibles. For example, last year in the uh, divisional playoff game, Dak Prescott had a better passer rating than Aaron Rodgers. Who was the difference in that game? Aaron Rodgers. So you can't measure these quarterbacks. That's the hardest position for the scouts to get a handle on going into the draft and measure. And Dak Prescott has all the intangibles. He's off the charts in that regard. It is one of the hottest destinations at WTMJ.com. By the by, the uh, Wayne Larrabee podcast. Check it out if you can. Uh, they're all there for your dining and dancing enjoyment. We will be listening Sunday to your broadcast, <laughs> Wayne. So take care. Have a safe trip down to uh, Big D and bring us home a win. All right, thanks very much, guys. We'll talk on Monday.